0: The condo market downtown looks like it's slowing down. Should you sell your condos? Find out on today's episode. Welcome to the True True Condos Podcast with Andrew LaFleur. The place to get the truth on the Toronto condo market and condo investing in Toronto. Hi there, welcome back to the show. Thanks again for tuning in as always. Your host here of the True Condos Podcast, Andrew LaFleur. If you want to get a hold of me, You can reach me at 416-371-2333 or you can reach me by email andrew at truecondos.com. Make sure if you're not already that you are a subscriber to True Condos. Make sure you have put your name and email anywhere on truecondos.com to never miss out on a condo investment opportunity. Okay, on today's episode, as I said, I want to talk about the fact that there the condo market downtown is showing signs of slowing down talking specifically about the resale condo market and so people are starting to ask the question should you should i should you sell your condos downtown we'll talk about that we'll answer that question and other questions but first want to preface that with the latest stats from the Toronto Real Estate Board in the resale market for the month of July. So we have the stats now for the month of July 2020. And the headlines, of course, are basically all saying something to the effect of, you know, the market is absolutely on fire and everything is going crazy. Which, um, again, if you just look at the surface level of the stats, that's basically what you're seeing. Sales are up dramatically over last year for the month of July however of course as always we want to go deeper than that on the podcast here and that's what you're here for and that's what you uh what you keep coming back to this podcast for year after year and so we want to go a little bit behind the headlines of course as always and dig a bit deeper yep you're going to see that top line sales are up massively you got over 11,000 transactions in July versus Uh, This July last year, 8,500. So you have a huge jump in transactions overall. And if you go back, interesting, even further to July of 2018, uh, the number, believe it or not, in July 2018 was only 6,900. So just under 7,000 two years ago. And now we're over 11,000 and we're in the middle of a global pandemic. What the heck is going on? Uh, and what what is really driving all this. Um, but more importantly, what is hot and what is not. Uh, when you dig deeper, you quickly see that there's a big difference between the low-rise market, the freehold uh, market, and the condo market. Condos and freeholds, very interestingly, comparing July 2019 a year ago with July today, this year, the two. it's like really a tale of two markets. The two markets are really uh, basically flipped on their heads whereas a year ago the the low-rise detached market was pretty slow it was actually borderline a buyer's market looking at the stats for detached houses last year at this time the sales to listing ratio was about 35 percent 35 percent which basically um, a number of sales in a given month compared to the number of active listings in the given month that's my favorite statistic to um, to look at the, the, the market, tells you the temperature of the market and tells you uh, the direction that the market is heading. And so at 35%, that is sort of a balanced market. It's, a, it's on the weaker end of a balanced market. It's not a buyer's market, but uh, definitely not a seller's market. Um, somewhere in between, leaning a little bit more towards the buyer's side than the seller's side. That was a year ago detached. And now today... Detached houses, the sales-to-listing ratio has gone from 35%. Now it's 78%, which is huge, more than doubling uh, from last year, and that is putting it very far into a seller's market. And, of course, if you look anywhere on the GTA, uh, probably where you live or anywhere you are, you're seeing sold signs everywhere, every every freehold low-rise home that's going up is getting multiple offers all across the gta but in particular um, the outer areas the 905 areas of the gta regions like uh, especially areas like durham region wherever there is affordability wherever you can get a backyard and a front door at a reasonable price you are seeing huge huge demand and multiple offers on every single property so That's what's happening in Detach right now. The market's gone absolutely crazy. 3,900 sales last year. This year, 5,600 sales in the same month. Huge increase. So Most of the increase in activity this year over last year is from the low-rise segment. On the other hand, if you look at the condo market, just condo apartments, uh, last year, again, Last year it was a very strong seller's market. The sales to listing ratio was sixty-five percent. This year the sales to listing ratio is down overall and the whole the whole GTA down to forty-seven percent. So still a pretty strong market overall at 47%. If you look at the overall GTA. But what's interesting, if you drill down the biggest segment, biggest single segment of the uh of the condo market of course is the downtown toronto core condo market a market that i've been tracking closely for you know the last 13 years or so so when you look at just the downtown core the sales to listing ratio right now is actually only 34 percent 34 percent which is very close borderline again uh that, you know again the detached market last year was 35 percent now the downtown condo market is thirty four percent, so basically right on the edge of a buyer's market. Not quite, but uh, but definitely that going that way. Um, versus again, a year ago, the downtown condo market sales to list was sixty seven percent. All that to say, basically, as I said, the the, the markets of condo and detached markets have sort of turned on their heads. Whereas the condo market was very hot last year, now it's it's cooled off. Uh, quite a bit and the detached market well it was actually kind of cool last year hard to believe and it's now absolutely on fire um and when you go back before covid let's go back right before covid the last full month that we had reporting right before covid which was february 2020 just a few months ago feels like 100 years ago but uh this the condo market was absolutely bananas um detached was also starting to heat up the whole market overall was we were definitely on pace we were thinking it was going to be a record year things were things were really strong going into the year january february overall in the whole market but in particular the condo market was going absolutely bananas uh the sales to listening ratio was actually 103 percent it's actually more than 100 percent um which is extremely rare for that number to do that it just means that listings are selling so quickly that uh, the, the, the stats actually go over 100% um, the way that that's calculated, the number of sales compared to the number of active listings in a given month. So it over 100%. For condos, Detached was at 62% in February, and the downtown condo market, was very, very hot, again, at 85% sales-to-listing ratio. So strong seller's markets across the board in February. And now in July, again, we're seeing detached, absolutely crazy, low-rise, absolutely crazy. Condos, um, definitely a lot softer than they were. Uh, the condo market is definitely a lot softer, a lot different than it was in February. Still not a buyer's market technically speaking, but definitely showing signs of softness. Um, And the big reason for that is supply. Supply is up dramatically. If you look at the downtown, I was tweeting about this today on Twitter. If you follow me, at Andrew LaFleur. If you just look at downtown, the, the, the supply of condos available downtown has more than tripled, more than tripled from February to today. From around five hundred five hundred and forty condos were available for sale in February of this year, and now we have almost eighteen hundred units for sale, which is the most the uh, most supply, the most number of units available for sale downtown since uh, since twenty fifteen. So it's been a long time since we've seen a, a big supply number there, and it's something I've talked about in this podcast many times over the last four or five years, is basically the the story was always that supply was very, very low. Um, And that was keeping the sales to listing ratio very high, which is keeping it in the seller's market year after year, month after month, quarter after quarter. Um, And that was driving prices higher and higher. So... With a low sales to listing ratio right now of say low thirties for downtown condos, basically historically speaking, if we if we look at other years where that's been the case, that translates into pretty much flat pricing. Um, you don't expect prices really to go up. You don't expect them to go down. They, they tend to be about flat uh, when the sales to listing ratio was about that. Conversely, you look at detached at currently again it's at seventy eight percent for the market, uh, across the GTA right now, a number that high, you know, that prices are rising every single day and they're going to rise at a very fast rate until that number, uh, until that number changes and comes down. So what, again, what is, uh, what's the story here? What's going on? Well, you know, it's probably no surprise, uh, if you've been paying attention to the world and what's happening there's a whole number of factors, which is uh, which is a very unusual time. This is certainly not a normal situation and certainly not, you know, we, we can't draw long-term conclusions, I don't think, from any of this stuff that's going on in the market right now. This is the COVID world that we're in. Um, there's a lot of weird stuff happening in, in the world and uh, it won't last forever. We know that, but we don't know how long it's going to last. But, again, you're, you're dealing with a situation where – A lot of people just don't want to live in condos right now. A lot of people want to own properties with front doors and backyards. They want to have their own space. They don't want to be sharing uh, hallways and amenities and things with other people. You've got uh, work from home is a massive thing that's happening right now, and it seems to be an ongoing trend that may be with us for a while as well. So a lot of people are just saying, I need more space. I need an office. I need an extra room, a bedroom. Um, to work from home. Other people are saying, you know, if I don't have to go into the office anymore downtown, uh, then, may, uh, you know, oh, why don't I just move somewhere further away and and uh, get something, get more bang for my buck. So people are moving in, you know, again, to areas like Durham and stuff. You've got immigration, which is on hold. You've got international students, which is on hold. You've got the Airbnb situation, Downtown, which there's uh, a lot of investors are putting their units on the market for sale or putting their units on the long-term rental market as well uh, as opposed to the short-term rental market. So you've got all these sorts of different factors and things all sort of happening at the same time, which has resulted in this wild uh, switcheroo, this massive swing and change in, in preferences. And it's amazing to see how things can change so quickly one way or the other in the real estate market. Um, moving forward, what can we expect for the rest of 2020? Again, eh, who knows? It's COVID and everything changes, it seems, day by day. We'll see what happens uh, as, as, the, as the time you know presses on in front of us here. It's a very difficult time to make predictions, but just based on the numbers and where things are currently right now and the sort of direction in the market, uh, most likely the the overall trend of freeholds low-rise being hot and condos high-rise, particularly downtown core, being not as hot and, and sort of a cooler uh, projection ahead. That's probably going to be the case. Again, particularly downtown Toronto, you have a, a lot of inventory on the market right now. This is not record-high inventory. This is not anything we haven't seen before. This is not anything to... You know, to freak out over by any means. This is this is not a a condo crash of, by any means at all. It simply just looks like again the market will be probably flat based on the current uh, number of sales and the number and the inventory that is out there. Interesting enough, the the number of sales downtown are actually above where they were last year. So sales are actually up. There's more activity in the market. There was more activity in the market in July compared to uh, July of last year. Again, even though we're in a pandemic and even though all these factors are uh, working against the condo market right now, sales are still up over last year. So think about that. Food for thought. The market is extremely resilient. Interest rates are extremely low and they seem to be heading even lower going into this fall. Um Mortgage Jake, regular contributor on the podcast and guest on the sh- on the show here, he was tweeting in recent days that he thinks mortgage rates could get down to one point five percent very soon. So, um, you know, one point five—what a time to be alive! It's uh, it's crazy times right now, and and nothing is really normal. Um, so, it's really hard to sort of make predictions and and longer term plans as to what's happening, but. It's very interesting and important to keep on top of these things, understand where things are going. You know, this will all go back to the bigger trends that we've, you know, we've observed, been observing over the last 10, 15 years, I think are are still going to remain true. It's just a matter of, you know, when is that, when do we go back to normal? When does the, when do the condos go back? When do we go back to offices uh, as normal? You know, when are companies, uh, returning to to business as usual. When can we go back to sporting events and things like that? We don't know. When can you know? When can we? When are people going back to dining in restaurants and going out and, and all the normal stuff that we normally do? We don't know yet. We are still in the middle of this, and and we're working our way through it. But this is where the market is right now. So that's kind of a snapshot of what's happening in the market. And going back to the original question of should you sell your condos downtown? Um, so the market is slower, and you know that's a lot of people are are starting starting to think about that. You know, what what do I do? Like market slowing down, and does that mean I should sell? Should I get out of this these investments? My answer is no. This is definitely not the time to sell. Um, again, real estate, as I've been preaching on this podcast uh, my entire career here in, in real estate, it's a long term game. There's going to be ups and downs in the in your experience in this thing called real estate investing markets don't go up forever and this is not you're not trading stocks you're not day trading condos uh prices go up and prices go down over time there are like just look how much the market has changed in just one year we can't make these predictions and and uh, know exactly how these things are, are going to go nobody has that crystal ball it's about making money in real estate and growing your wealth in real estate never changes. The number one rule, the the thing that uh, I always keep going back to and that so many people just can't seem to uh, embrace and understand is simply the, the fact that you've got to be in this for the long haul. The longer that you're in the market, the better that you're going to do, the more wealth that you're going to create over time. And You know, another thing I say to people all the time is, okay, let's say you did sell your your condo. What are you going to do with the money? Like, what else are you going to do with it? Um, They're going to say, well, I'm going to look for another. Most people say, I'm going to look for another property to buy. Well, why would you you get rid of the the asset? You have this asset, this great thing in your hand. Why would you get rid of it to find, to replace it with something else that's the same, right? Um, Unless you have some amazing, completely different alternative investment of some kind that you have discovered that is tried and true and is as proven as real estate is then stay the course stick with it ride it out there's going to be ups and downs I guarantee you that you know two three four years from now that this this will be ancient history and prices will be much much higher than they are right now uh and uh yeah, so that's that's my advice to anybody who's thinking about selling is this is not the time to sell. There's no reason to sell. The the market will continue to do wrong to do well and the trends will continue as as they have been over the long term. It's just a matter of when, uh, not if. Um, the other big question coming up is talking about, should you sell your condo? The other question is starting to surface with some people now is, and condo investors is, should you buy some freehold? Should you buy some low rise homes? Should you put some of your money and build your portfolio on that side of the real estate, um, spectrum? And yeah, the answer is yes, you should. Um, if you can afford it, that's the thing. Um, I've been saying for Probably the last two years on this podcast, if you've been a regular listener, you know that, yeah, I've been I've been preaching that uh, starting about two years ago. I said that the the pendulum was going to shift back at some point to freeholds. Condos, we were having an amazing run for a number of years, particularly after 2017 and the fair housing plan, when condos just kept on rocking and freehold homes really took a big dip there in mid 2017 and and even through like 2018 there were still the freehold low-rise market overall in GTA was still very slow um, and relatively speaking condos were flying high and low-rise homes they they took a dip and they kind of stayed down for a couple years so that's about you know two and two and two years ago or so I started preaching to those who can afford it, to condo investors and real estate investors who can afford it. Yes, you should start adding some freehold properties to your portfolio. Even though, as I said, uh, I talk about on the podcast a lot too, like the freehold properties that I do have in my portfolio. Most of my stuff is all condos, but the freeholds that I do have, um, uh, they're the biggest pain in the butt. They're the biggest thorn in my side they're the things that take up most of my most of my time and energy on a given month when it comes to property management it's always the freeholds and and their expenses involved with uh, with freeholds are huge compared to that of condos which you know again many of my condos I haven't seen and stepped foot in in many in years multiple years I haven't set foot set foot in many of the condos that I own. And the tenants just keep paying the rent and there's nothing to do, nothing to worry about and you just sleep well at at night. There's nothing to think about. On the other hand, freehold is always issues, particularly in the city of Toronto where most of the freehold properties are very old. You know, the average age of a freehold home in the city of Toronto is probably, you know, like 60 to 70 years old. You know, not much has been built in the city of Toronto after... You know, more recently than that, uh, overall, when you look at the whole city. So, old houses, lots of problems, wear and tear issues, roofs, leaks, raccoons, you know, shoveling snow, grass, you name it. You know, there's a million things that that, uh, you got to consider when you're getting into older freehold homes. And that means big expense bills and stuff. But that being said, uh, over again, over the long term, freehold, especially in the four one six, great investment. Definitely recommend having them in your portfolio if you can afford it. The reality, of course, is most people cannot. Most people never will be able to uh, afford to start buying freehold homes in Toronto as investments because the average price, of course, is well over a million dollars. Versus, you can still be buying condos for less than half of that so most investors are still looking at condos as the only choice really but for those of you investors who are able to look at freehold properties um, you should be doing that and you should be looking at adding some freehold to the mix if you can afford it and if of course if you'd like to talk about that and, and talk about specific options in that regard then I'd love to chat with you more again, give me a call, 416-371-2333. Andrew at truecondos.com. I'd love to discuss your portfolio and uh, look at some options that would be a good fit for you. Okay, there you have it. That is today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you got some value somewhere from that. And if you did, if you don't mind sharing this with somebody that you know, who you think could benefit from it and make sure you do subscribe to this podcast. And subscribe to truecondos.com by, again, leaving your name and email anywhere on the website. Make sure you never miss a great investment opportunity and podcasts and content like this. Okay, until next time, I hope you're having a great week and happy investing.